Um, I didn't want to have to bring this up, but someone is turning 25 soon. Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> it's someone here. Um, uh, how are you feeling? Um, yeah, all right, I think. It's a, it's a bit, well, I don't think it's a weird one, but it's a bit like it, everyone's making a big deal of it. Like, mm. you know, generally for society, oh, quarter century, like, oh my God, what a big deal. So because of that, now I'm starting to think like, oh, is this kind of a big deal? And that's like led to cascading thoughts. But it's, um, yeah, it's interesting because it feels like the expectation or whatever is that, you know, mid twenties, you should kind of know what you want in life, the direction you're heading, you're no longer really a kid, things like that. Um, but yeah, it also feels like at the same time, then, you know, counter argument is a bit like oh but the 20s are to kind of still figure out what you want and whatnot so um i don't really know if i've figured it all out or still on the journey um or whatever but i also do think that obviously you don't really remember the first decade of your life so like really 15 years of memory is being called 25 years so hopefully um i actually have a bit more time than i realize i remember that yeah uh, being like 15 or 16 and hearing 25 you think oh my god that person's ancient they probably got they're probably in the middle of a career probably have a kid yeah yeah i don't know but to to be fair like there are people who are midway through careers and have kids at 25 like it's i don't know it might just be like the circles that we're in Mm. like it's not so much the um common outcome for people but there are whole swathes of society that are like yeah like i've got two kids and you know this is my life um at, at like early 20s so I know everyone's running their own race but you know I'm turning 25 Asha's already 25 how did you feel when you um I don't know pre pre 25 so excited to turn 25 so countercultural you are why were you such a contrarian <laughs> uh, why were you why were you excited to turn 25 I, I like the prospect of getting older what a strange I... thing to say that is so <laughs> that is so bizarre <laughs> I just think it's so exciting like I don't know, I, I try to see the positives of it, like another year of experience, you know, bonding with your friends and like meeting new people. They're just like, there's just so much like look forward in life. I know, I try to see the positives in it. I don't, I don't see like, oh my God, like I'm getting older. Like I have not even a homeowner. Like I'm not, not married or not this and that. Like I try not to look at all that, but I look at like, oh wow, I have another year to like do something different. Like who knows what, like, what next role I'm going to be doing or like who I'm going to meet like my friendship groups like all that kind of stuff I think I look at stuff like that and I just feel like a woman I mean so you're definitely not in the camp of people who feel when they hurt you know when they hit 25 that are you know this is a nightmare because my best years are behind me you're very much forward thinking I do I do for me to do yeah no I believe 30 is the new 20 and then when you get to 40, 40 is the new 20. And then every time you get to that decade. But no, I think, yeah, I try to look at the positive. And I think people get so terrified of like getting older and like, oh my God, I'm going to get like wrinkles, like blah, blah, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, no, like honey, there's Botox. All good. <laughs> Great. <laughs> no, uh, good. But what are your thoughts on aging, Ash? Just generally, I mean, um, 25 is not too far for you. I think I'm probably in between the two of you. I, I, I do, I am excited because I think, you know, I, when I was younger, I really did worry about, you know, if I don't have stuff done by like 30, then I'm going to be dead in 10 years. That's literally how I viewed like that part of my life. Um, yeah. But like one of my heroes is Ricky Gervais. And he always, you know, one of his kind of his come up story is that he, until he was about 38, 
who was just working in an office, like doing some mundane job, had no idea about a career path. And his time working in this like terrible office environment was where he came up with The Office. And he wrote it when he was 40. So, and he always says like, people are rushing and rushing to get stuff done and be a name for themselves. Whereas he had never done any acting, any writing or directing. Like I said, quite a late age. So that really inspired me to go, you know what, I can slow things down. Yeah, I have to try to be sustainable rather than be a flash in the pan now and then kind of burn out later on. Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't want to be living till about like 90 or 100. Like that's not, I want to be, it's a bit morbid, but I want to be go, like gone by 75, be healthy by that time. And then just, I don't want to faff around with, illnesses and I think one of the worst things mentally is when your body lets your mind down and where yeah. like you, you're used to doing certain things and not being able to live your life how you want it on your own terms like terrifies me so if I could avoid that that'd be great yeah I think 70 is a great age like for me I said that for myself I said that I to Lil about 17 she was like that's so young like you have so much more to live I was like so much if more if, if you're if you're sort of um hesitation well yeah hesitation is that your body will let your mind down that's not a given necessarily like there was this 100 year old who ran a marathon like a few years back it can be done basically if it if you look after yourself right plus with like scientific developments and like med tech and stuff like i'm sure we'll be like half robots anyway by the time we hit 100 um but i don't know it's a bit of a I haven't really thought about it. It's a bit of a weird one to be like in your twenties, like you know what, seventy. I'm gonna call it a day. Like, yeah, no, because I mean, I'm <laughs> barely lived. Quickly, barely lived. Because I think but, I don't want to get to the yeah. position where someone else is taking care of me. Yeah. I think I still want to be able to like, like go off, but still be able to take care of myself. Like, remember good times. Yeah, I think for me it's not even that. Like, it's just like if you're just alone, like mm. all your mates have passed away and shit, and you're just like by yourself like yeah. how sad is that i think that's kind of way worse than at least you have people around you and they don't mind it or you know you've at least you're part of a community but if if you're just living in some care home by yourself someone visits once a year like yeah. that for me is just quite sad so yeah. that's what in year 11 i had um i spent six weeks volunteering i um a care home um mm. i thought it'd be good practice for my then doctor dreams obviously never materialized <laughs> but uh that was the most depressing place i've ever been to and that was a i mean that was a relatively nice care home like there were lots of activities for people to do but i was talking to some of the elderly people who were there and it wasn't even a guarantee that they'd seen their and this is you know pre-covid so <laughs> there's no guarantee that you know they'd seen their, their children or friends or anyone for like maybe a year or like two years and i just yeah. thought like that is an existence i i think if i actually put my mum in a care home she might haunt me um <laughs> that would be her a payback for that yeah so yeah i think still having your community and kind of growing all together and not kind of exceeding that would be great so none of you would ever in the future let's say in 15 years time elon musk comes around and goes guys i've done it inject this into yourself and you can live for another 200 years without at, at your current state so you won't age so let's say you take it when you're 30 oh. Um, which is the new 20. It's going to be a bit like a COVID situation. If everyone does it, I'll do it. Like, imagine you and your mates for the next 200 years. <laughs> Just go to the pub having a great time. <laughs> like, amazing. Um, no, I think I'd, yeah, I'd do it. Why not? I mean, maybe not the first round unless, like, there's a mad side effect and actually it kills me off. But um, if it's, mm. you know, proven, 
why not? Like, imagine the world in 200 years. You'd actually get to see that. People 200 years ago, if you if you told them about today, they'd probably pass out, out of, like, shock. This is what I'm scared of, right? Because 200 years ago, let's say, like, we all got sucked back to, to yeah, 200 years yeah. ago. I don't, we would not be able to integrate or funk or even be part of that society because it would be so different to what it is now. Yeah, yeah it would be, it would be Imagine being in 1821. <laughs> like, Charles Darwin was knocking about then. We'd be like, mate, mate, read this book. <laughs> <laughs> just, let, let me help you, you out you here. just catch him writing a book saying oh is this um is this origin of species by any chance it's gonna it's gonna do great mate just trust me keep going mate you're you're on the right track <laughs> yeah no and I, I just think 200 years in the future will be the same like we'll get we'll get landed there and there'll be no frame of reference so you know there won't be phones you know i don't know what you can't even envisage what it, it would even be like i don't know i think i think it'll be less of a shock to us because basically people in 1800 or 1821 um they their entire existence is just what they saw around them so their village and maybe a horse ride away village like you basically you know you didn't really sure some people like sailed the world and all of that but there was no film there was no sort of like literature about the future of i mean there was actually no not even back then like i was going to say uh, dystopian novels and stuff like people thinking about what the future could be and like writing stories whereas here there'd be countless films about what the future could be like you've got like an interstellar situation or whatever so you know i I don't know unless the world like is burnt to a crisp or something i think we'd be like oh sick this is like that film that i watched and it is actually materialized because all all of these movies and sort of um interests and desires to propel us into the future is what like drives innovation so we sort of have an idea and we've seen it on the big screen and there's enough information exchange between people all over the world where it's I, I, personally i don't think it's going to be like that much of a shock i'm saying it like it can actually happen so i can uh, test this theory out but i, I really, <laughs> really don't think it'd be that big a deal we'll come back to you in 70 years yeah <laughs> I, i'm not that much of an expert in kind of physics or relativity so am i right in thinking that because we don't know about time travel now that means time travel has never existed uh yeah so so stephen hawking um he had a he had a party for time travelers right so i don't remember exactly when but like obviously before he, he passed away he had he had like a event that said properly like properly done up like welcome time travelers um i don't remember how he communicated it but it was like the idea was if ever time travel has been existed hmm. uh, or is invented um please come to this moment to prove yeah. that facts and no one's had up so i mean i don't know what that really says but according to him then it was like no it's not possible yeah that's what i was thinking like because if it happens like surely people would come back to 2021 and or i mean maybe not because of obviously all the restrictions but um <laughs> covid, um... COVID keeps them away. <laughs> or it was one of those where you can only from the point onwards that's invented only then between in that time time frame can uh, you, like jump about so it might be one of those but um yeah it would be pretty cool but would you want to be so speaking of being old would you want to be uh in your 90s like a 90 year old with a 20 year old's body and like health or mm. a 90 year old with the mind of a 20 year old so like how sharp it is and how like oh uh, definitely a 90 year old and 20 year old's body yeah, hands body down well. yeah because yeah. yeah. you have all the accumulated wisdom of your entire life no, no, you, and you, you still have um your wisdom it's just you know you get a bit slower and like your brain is not as sharp you're in, your, in your 90s yeah than uh, in your 20s yeah 
it's not a sharp okay yeah um yeah i'll take that i'm pretty slow anyway so that <laughs> <really good. Yeah. laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, no, I think it's more depressing to like have a sharp mind, but then your body can't like do anything. Like it's almost like stuck. Yeah. But I feel like you can take care of your body more easily than you can sort of sharpen your mind. For That's a long true. Of time. But... In terms of mind, I wanted to bring up um, the Simple Living Guide because <laughs> not many people might know what it's about. Um, this is a shameless plug now that you get free advertising. I mean, Amazing. What can I say? Thanks for having me on. Ash will send an invoice later. <laughs> so what is it why did you start it what's the ethos behind it yeah so um for anyone that doesn't know so i have a blog called the simple living guide basically like write about productivity minimalism like life hacks cool tech stuff like that um basically it's one of those classic lockdown projects um so last year i was on furlough i was going on my classic walk and i was a bit just thinking about my life as you do when there's nothing else to do um and came to the conclusion that you know in that at that moment it was like my work was my life like I was just working all the time and I enjoyed it but there was nothing really beyond that and I was sort of questioning like where is everything going what am I really doing so then I thought oh let me I'd like to start something that's just mine like it's nothing to do with work it's nothing to do with anything else it's just like something that I have that's my own uh, so I was trying to think of what would be useful or something that I could do uh, and at that point I was basically like oh like I read a lot like I like to read a lot about like self-help and stuff and maybe I know some stuff that some other people don't and if I can share the information hopefully I can help some people out and also it's a good opportunity uh, to kind of learn more myself and kind of share what I'm learning and you know it can it can just be like my little space on the internet so I decided yeah a blog because why not like writing at that time I was a bit like oh YouTube like a bit too big or you know even podcasts I was like don't mm. be lecturing by myself uh you know one man podcast would be a bit odd as well um so the thing I found easiest at the time was I just do some writing uh and yeah it's been like over a year uh I definitely posted a lot more in the beginning because I had loads, yeah. like, loads more time and <laughs> more sort of motivation I was definitely slowed down a bit but hoping in the new year like I've got a few articles and stuff that I've been writing and working on so hopefully in the new year should be um posting more but yeah it's called uh, simple living guide uk and you can also follow it on instagram <laughs> yes yeah. yeah, cool yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this has definitely been an explosion in that kind of self-help productivity space on youtube mm. so like there's, there's definitely a market for it yeah like i don't want to be too i don't want to be too preach or anything because you know everyone's very different and not everything's going to work for everyone so i was literally like these are some things that i know maybe give it a go if you want like it might help so it was never like oh these are five things like here's your morning routine mm. like you definitely if you're not doing this what loser you are like it was just like oh i've tried this out this is pretty cool or this is like a new idea or you know this is like a, a an app or a gadget that i use that i really personally find really useful um and then yeah exactly the the headphones the noise cancelling headphones anyone who hasn't bought them trust me it's gonna <laughs> ask them back for this ask, both of these yeah, guys great. Great. I, I, whenever i edit i'm always listening to them unbelievable so. mate and yeah definitely worth the investment so yeah, that was just my sort of idea where it, it's like a good good chance for me to learn as well like i've learned loads of new things and in the hopes that oh maybe i'll write a post about this or whatever um and then yeah just just try to like share some good wisdom and i think yeah people a few people have reached out and be like oh thanks for like this one like this was really interesting and quite useful and that's basically what my aim was it was never like anything crazy but so it's just it's just been a nice little project and it's always mine right i've moved jobs still have the blog still mine my little space which is which is nice to know it's quite cool and also just something different to kind of talk about 
any advice that you've kind of taken on Asha from Simple Living Guide? Um, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. But... I should have brushed up on my knowledge of all the articles. I kind of forgot now. <laughs> um, <no. laughs> wow, uh, useful then. I mean, you haven't got to say anything in a long time, so. It's true, it's been a few Um, I think, yeah, like, one of the things on minimalism, I mean, I'm the first to admit I'm not a minimalist. Um, you not? No. I, I guess it depends how you define minimalism. Dalga, go ahead. How do you define minimalism? Yeah. Uh, I'd just say it's conscientious, conscientious consumption. So mm. not just buying for the sake of it, but actually having intention behind everything that you get and knowing that there's a reason for items and things in your life. Yeah, definitely not a minimalist. Yeah. <laughs> just hoarding, but, hoarding. No, stuff. but I think that's one thing I'm learning of like, oh, sometimes when I'm on like a shopping site, I, when I get to the checkout, I was like, wait, do I really need this? And I think about it. Then I look at my bank account. I was like, actually, you know what? I could do with not spending this money. Like it's, it's not necessary. So I do like, I feel like you do try to put that on me. I do try to take that. I'm glad. And I mean, the headphones, right? Yeah. This is literally the crusade I've been on uh, since I bought mine. Like, yeah. everyone Perfect I ever meet, I'm like, guys, just, just buy the headphones. Like, never's like, oh, they're so expensive. I could go on holiday. And I'm like, forget your holiday. <laughs> Think about every single day. <laughs> Stay at home. Stay yeah. home. <laughs> There's a pandemic on. Stay at home anyway. <laughs> like, on the tube, on the flight, serene, pristine so silence. It's actually like, amazing. Instead of like getting the jarring tube noise bursting in the morning when you're half asleep. Like, it's just. Best, best yeah, thing. add it to your Boxing Day list. Get fifty percent off, most likely. That's what I got. Yeah, I'd be half price. Yeah, that's good. You said, Darla, that you started it um, in uh, lockdown kind of last time round. Yeah. Uh, if touch wood, there's not. But if hypothetically there was a lockdown coming soon and you had the opportunity to pursue something or do a hobby, what would you guys like to do? What would you guys do as something that you've never done before i mean the I last really lockdown was so long to... <laughs> i feel like i've done everything oh so i really want to learn how to like sew and like make clothes i follow like these pages where these girls like look at a design and be like oh i can make that and then just get their sewing like sewing machine and really? start making their own clothes i'm like oh i would love to do that like that would be so fun when I was younger, I used to make um, like little clothes for my Barbie dolls. Yeah, I did. And I'm like, me and my sister were bored. I was like, oh, let's just make them clothes. And I wish I kind of took that. But I think, you know, once you start uni and you start working, you're like, oh, I don't have any time. But I could make time, but I think I just choose to, you know, watch reality TV and rather than do that. But no, I that if I was like furloughed, I definitely, I think that was something I would pick up. And yeah i think i'll just do what i did last time like i did i read so much and it was honestly mm. so nice but obviously i was also on furlough so i didn't have to i wasn't like working during the day uh, and it was summer i'd like sit in the garden i'd read my book and i was like this is honestly the dream like you know not let it go on forever but like <laughs> bloody hell, it, was, it, was, it was it was great so um yeah probably just write more do a bit more reading maybe like try start some sort of like online business or something just uh tinker around see like what can be done especially if you can't do anything else. Um, I think it's very easy to slip back into like the Netflix mode, especially if you mm. like travel like, on the train, yeah, I just end up just so watching easy. Netflix. And I'm literally always cursing myself. Like I'm literally using up all my time just watching Netflix. Like what a waste of time. I definitely want to write a book. I just oh. don't know what about yet. Nice. Um, fiction, non-fiction? 
Uh, probably, I've always been really drawn to books that, and it's not particularly interesting, um, but I've, I love books that are like collections of essays. Hmm. So I've read like Burton Russell and like it's, it just it gives you such a nice perspective on like a range of topics because it means that essentially you don't have to be an expert on one thing. It, it's kind of like your own, it's, it's like pseudo journal, diary kind of perspective on the world. Um, yeah, I'd love to do that. Oh, nice. But, have you started writing your memoirs then? Yeah, memoirs, um, what I think. And then it, I think it's a nice idea to like basically do a book every 10 years to see like how your perception of the world has changed. Um, that would be so cool. What's, uh... Yeah, like so you, so you basically write all your ideas on different things and how you feel and what you're going through at like 25, let's say, mm. a round number. Um, and then you do it at 35 and then 45 and 55. And then you can literally map like how your outlook on the world has changed. What's like uh, stopping you from doing that now? It's a lot of work. Um, writing a book is a long task. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, I've got a few friends now who are in the publishing business. Yeah. Um, and it's so many steps, like the hoops that authors have to jump through to get like a book out but in such a competitive market. Yeah, yeah. But if, even if it's just, if it's, as you say, like seeing how you yourself has changed, you could just mm. smash them out. It doesn't have to be like perfect or, you know, um, publishable publish worthy but even just to be like to look back on and be like read it when you're 50 right this, this is what i was like this this is what were my woes at 25 i think mm. that'd be quite good like my sort of bit of a lazier alternative to that is like i have a daily journal like i have an app mm. and i write every day like what i did kind of just general more factual so to like jog my memory um and but yeah if if like i wanted to do like a book or something i could read through all of them and then hopefully like compile something together but i think you should yeah give it a go even just like to put it on paper just to like, have it somewhere yeah. for yourself like i think be a good good thing to have just to read look back on it uh but yeah publishing yeah, I think, although yeah. with with like amazon books you can just you don't yeah you can, no you can self-publish now you know, just do it yourself so mm. yeah I, I also yeah. thought about that but it's the classic like what would you write about uh not so much yeah. more like a an extension of maybe the things i write about on the website like basically you know minimalism productivity like how to how to make life basically how to make life easier you know yeah. like a simple living guide like that is what i'd like to write yeah. so oh what branding you've done you I smashed know. the marketing i, know. I thought it from day one i was like this is gonna go next level no um but yeah something like that or maybe even fiction i think that'd be really cool because honestly like fiction's if, really good yeah, if i had really all the money cool. in the world i'd literally just probably just sit and try write write fiction books like write stories it'd be pretty cool 